New match on Tinder. Let's go. Ah! <laughs> just popped up. Welcome back. We're back, baby. It's episode 15. Season 5. Oh, no, season 2, episode 5. My bad. But whatever. Too excited. Too excited. Mm. You guys might be noticing something as well. It's a little different as well. Again, we are coming to you from a different location. Where, you might ask? New Hampshire. New Hampshire. We are playing Vermont again, but we are in New Hampshire. Yes, the playoffs. We it is it the, the playoffs. playoffs. So now it's do or die. Caruso's career is coming to a close. Dude, don't fucking say that. That makes me sad. Let's go out with a bang, though. We have to, know. we have to, but it's crazy, crazy. Well, before we get into anything, obviously, new episode, new beer. And today, we got Bud Platties. Bud Light Platinums. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't have high hopes for What? This. I do. So here, here's why I do. Because a bunch of my teak guys, um, specifically Kyle McGrath and Elmar, they have drank it before and they've gave it high reviews. This isn't your classic Bud Light. Bud Light Platinum, so it is different. Okay. I've I've no obviously I've I've never had no it idea. I haven't heard any reviews on it. I'm just going by the name of Bud Light. That's that's the bottle looks fresh though. Oh no, the bottle looks clean. We posted on our story. Yeah, peep it out. Well, it, by now it, it'll be gone. Yeah, but by the time you guys let's crack listening. it open. We only got one one open. bottle opener today, so pass it over. Hell yeah, let's get this rocking. Cheers, my brother. Cheers. Let's get it. It's not that bad. It, mm, it's better than like. It's obviously better no, than Bud no, Light. No, it's not that. Yeah. It's not bad. It's not bad. I'm not gonna say it's up there with the best, but it's not bad at all. Like I could drink this. It's got like. I don't know. It's got like a different like taste to it. Yeah. Something special. We'll figure it out eventually. <laughs> Yeah. But uh, again, as we said, we're in a hotel, and sa- same thing we did last time. We actually got a live studio audience with us today. <laughs> we so do have a live studio audience. We're going to be putting on a little bit of a performance. So shout out Caden, shout out Flores. These guys going to be sitting through. Yeah. <laughs> first, first episode for both of them, because we've had guests in the past who've actually just sat in yeah sat in who who were who were who ended up who were guests or ended up being guests yeah who knows so i don't know well these guys could have an episode coming towards them in the future definitely 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 (laughs) these guys these cats uh these guys are pretty ridiculous Especially this guy Flores. Yeah, <laughs> we got some talk about the story. Talk, talk, talk about stories. Yeah, we got some good ones. But just for the record, we got uh, today's Wednesday, the thirteenth. So tomorrow we got the semifinals, as Paul said, against Vermont. And no, then today's we... Wednesday, the fourteenth. Oh, today's the fourteenth. Yeah, no, whatever. Tomorrow's, tomorrow's the fifteenth. So semifinals against Vermont. We win that. We stay and we play on Saturday. So. I mean, we're going to roll the dice, bro. You know, it's getting to that time again. Yeah. It just reminds me of last year, but it's it's really different because, you know, last last time we were in playoffs, we were at home. Yeah, everything was at away. home. Now it's away, away from home, but, you know, you just got to adjust, right? It's a different vibe, but I fuck with it, and I think we got definitely a good opportunity to win this shit. And oh, yeah. Get two sure. chi- can you imagine two fucking chips in a row? <laughs> two different conferences? I mean, at that point, at that point, there's no doubt we're kings, right? 
I mean, the, yeah. I mean, listen. We are the kings of NGIT athletics. Has to be. That. I mean, I think we already are there. Yeah, we. I don't are. think there's. I don't think there's another school team that's even close to us. Like men's volleyball is close. They're like. Uh, yeah, they are good. Shit. They're fucking nasty. Yeah, the, those are. They're the only ones that compare. Mm. But besides that, like, no one comes close. No one. Damn. I mean, we're blessed. We've got fucking fire ass players, but it's. Uh, I'm in a little bit of a predicament because we got. Um, I got a trip coming up next week. I'm going to Miami. Me and some of the boys on the soccer team, we got it scheduled out. It's going to be a dope-ass time. However, if we win this and we go to the national championships, it's going to have to be postponed. But we're excited. I I can't wait. I I haven't gone on, like, a vacation with just my friends ever. Really? Ever. Wow. You're about to have a fucking blast, dude. Like, I've obviously went, been out, but it's not the same. When I went to L.A., right, the yes. one trip we've spoken about it before. Have we? Yeah, remember, the, it was like the first podcast we talked about yes. the places okay. we've traveled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll never forget the, like, maybe that's why I that might have been the best trip of my life. Because I associate that trip with, like, just me and my friends. Mm-hmm. And it just feels like. You have five five days. I had four four nights, five days to do whatever the fuck I wanted. That's what I'm saying, nothing, bro. With no checking in, supervision with anybody. Yeah. Like nothing. You don't have any responsibility. Zero responsibility except not to lose your shit, obviously. For five days. That's it. Yeah. And, and you could do whatever the fuck We're you want. We're going for a whole week. And the good thing is, is um, so Tristan, as you guys know, he's from Myanmar. That's actually where we're going. Um, not technically Miami, but obviously it's right near Miami. We'll 30 be there minutes a lot. north. 30 yeah. minutes. Uh, we're definitely going to be visiting there. We're going to go to the Keys. Uh, there's a bunch of beaches around. Uh, like Lots of locations you're going to take us to. But Tristan and his family are blessing us. They're letting us stay there. So we ain't got to even pay for that. So that's like like a whole week's worth of rent we ain't got to fucking worry about because we're going to be there. But like you said, like it's different. Like Everywhere I've gone on vacation... Like I was saying before in the other in the other podcast, like Paul mentioned, episode one, all those places were had, had parental supervision. And now I've been to Hawaii with my parents, and I had my friend Alex. He came with me, but again, it's different because my parents are there. And yeah. I've been to North Carolina a bunch, Outer Banks, great place. But I was thinking about going to Outer Banks, dude. You have with my to. friends though. You all gotta go. Gotta go to Corolla. If you're gonna go, you go to Corolla. That's the best place to go out of all. Like, cause there's Outer Banks, but there's like Duck. Uh, Corolla, um, damn. I, I Why Corolla to. though? Just for me personally, like the beaches are super nice, and like the area around it is super nice. Um, they're like the strips. There's a, a fucking bagel place there that is amazing. There's a seafood. Uh, we always go to like this fresh seafood uh, store. You literally walk in, fresh catches every day, um, and. We always grab stuff from there, supermarkets nearby. All right. And, and like, the beaches itself is are, like, like the people that are there are cool. Like, there's no – it's not overly crowded a lot. And, the like, you know how sometimes you might go to a big beach and, like, they have the lifeguards and the lifeguards are, like, fucking assholes. Like, oh, come in, always blowing their fucking whistles and shit like that. When they, lifeguards you know, really you know when they do that? Like, I, I intentionally – like, I was, like – When there's shark swim. watches. I go deep as fuck. Yeah. Like, I mean, on the Jersey Shore, they're all a bunch of scumbags, right? I'd go... We were at Seaside this summer. I was... I mean, this is not smart. I'm not telling anyone to do this. I was fucking sauced. I was like, fuck the lifeguard. I started swimming out. Yeah. 
I went far as fuck. All I hear is like fucking three lifeguards blowing their fucking whistles. <laughs> <laughs> and like I just keep swimming. Fuck them. And then finally I got to a point where like I turned around and I was just like, I was just like, oh, okay. And like I, I sw- like. I just bro, realized also these are 6%. Yeah, I, I actually was going to mention that earlier, but we just... I, whatever. I feel the, like it was... Whatever, sorry, keep going. It was one percentage yeah. more than usual. But, no, like I was saying, yeah, the, that kind of pissed me off. But what I was going to say about Outer Banks is, is, is that like um, Corolla? Cor- yes. Is that like a good place to go with like my friends? So that's the thing. So again, I've... Because I feel like that, that could be a good like... Like a great spot to go, like, or but it, it could be like family oriented or like no, old people, there's, like nice. There's like this. That's what I think of when nice, because although like high school and college kids for Memorial Day weekend when they it's go not down like the shore, it's well, yeah, more but of a what, family place. Yeah, but when they go, when like those kids go, when you go down the shore, right? You don't want to go to some place like like a nice beach area where where there's nothing going on. You want you want to go to Seaside Heights. Where although it's a fucking shithole, you're gonna you have a good time. S- you still have you're gonna have a great time. Yeah. So again, I've gone so my family used to go with another family, the Hogan's, every two years, my whole life. And eventually not then it kinda trinkled off. It was just us and our family. We've had our cousins and everything like that. And again, every time was always with parents. So and I was younger. The most recent time I went I think was a couple years ago. Maybe one year ago, last last summer or two summers ago and that was the first time I like went out to a bar with none of the parents it was just my older cousins and my uncle who's super cool and like we were drinking there and stuff like that but like the bar that we went to it wasn't it was like like a karaoke bar when was that? like a year and a half ago maybe so how old were you? I was under 21 like 20? yeah and they they just like gave me shit you know how old I was when I got into when I was drinking at a bar for the first time. Hmm. Fucking 17. Where though? I went In America or? Yeah, dude. Wow. And fuck, like near my house, it's like a Polish bar. The owner, who's actually my brother, now my brother's current girlfriend's grandfather owns the bar. Tough. But he actually knows my uncle. And the bartender found out I knew my uncle because I went to... I used to go there every Friday when I worked Polak Construction <laughs> to go pick up my pay. Yeah. And they'd be like, stay, stay. And they'd buy me beer. And I'd just kill pints of beer when I was 17. That's tough. Well, I actually went to a bar in Germany when I was 16. Our coaches oh, bought well. us beer. That was tough. But the drinking age over there is actually 16. And it's actually, it's actually 14 as long as you have a parent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And which is six- fucking weird. Germans are crazy. Oh, well, I mean beer, dude. Like... When I went over there, everyone was fucking yeah. drinking. But like I was saying, I don't. I've I haven't been to Outer Banks with just my friends. I don't know what the party scene is there. They got a really nice outlet stretch where we always go to. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I would have to go there with my friends. But like I was saying, that's why I'm super excited for this Miami trip, bro. I'm like I told Tristan, I said, bro, you're literally gonna have to take care of me seven days in a row. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my friend went to Miami this past week <laughs> that's the objective and, and my friend went to Miami this past one of my also one of my closest friends is living down there right now okay shout out Tommy he's living down there for two months wild like they go out and stuff and my friend was down there for five days went to a club I forgot what it's called high end club 
They spent $2,500. Fuck off, bro. And they said no other table there because you can't, there's no general admission. You yeah, can you only get a table. table. Yeah. No other table there spent less than 50K. Fuck. You man. know who was there? Floyd Mayweather. Jesus Christ. Sat down, bought 50 grand, no, no, sorry, 70 grand worth of alcohol right as he got in. That's tough. Him and 15 heads. So they, he had like this model dancing on him, like grind, throwing it back on him. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, you I don't expect any, money, yeah, yeah, you could throw whatever yeah. the fuck you want at. Yeah. So today we actually wanted to, you know, get into a little bit of a discussion about schooling. Yeah. Because we're in a situation where we saw prior COVID, Paul had two years and now he's going to have two years after COVID. I had my first three years prior to COVID and my last year was post-COVID. And there's obviously a big, big change between those two. Yeah, um, for sure. I think in terms of the the school experience and the education you get, it's like black and white Yeah. in terms of the difference. And I've always been a proponent of in-person school. Yeah. Because you just learn. I, I think online classes are a load of bullshit. And I'm the one that I'm saying that. When all NGIT, I have to give them credit, have gone to extents to uphold academic integrity, which is... Yeah. And they've done their best. I have to give it to them. They've done their best to try to make sure that people don't cheat on everything. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I know other schools that they these kids literally log into a test. And I mean, it happens at NGIT in, in, other, in, other, in certain classes... But kids literally could just log into a test on a browser and just take the exam. Yeah. With like, Chegg open. Yeah, with Chegg open and they could do whatever the fuck they want. Mm -hmm. Like my brother who's who's uh, at, at Stevens, they they could literally open it up and they would do it as a group. Yeah, like, like that's bullshit. Like, like that's, we gotta have cameras that's on. That's fucking bullshit. Yeah, we have we another have, another phone facing at your face, work. Yeah, and your hands have yeah. to show like. You gotta do like environment checks where you yeah, show where you're whole, at and your surroundings, and it's it's um. They've done a really good job, but even with that, I think that learning behind a, a like an on an online class does just does not when when it's almost like in a work environment. This is why I'm like almost against like the work from home idea too, because when you go to work. You have that. You you're in a mindset when you're there to you're there to do work because there's someone watching over you and there's someone there and, and you, you don't want to be caught on your phone. You don't want to like be doing bullshit. Well, yeah. here, you have the freedom to do whatever the fuck you want. And I'm not saying that that's like. Obviously, you want to pay attention, if especially in the classes where they're proctoring you and you want to learn. But are, we're humans. Our attention spans have dropped significantly yeah over the course of the past 50 years i mean there's no doubt like you can't tell me that there's one person who we go to school with who's who has sat there and paid attention to every single no. moment of every not no even, way no shot in my mind there there no are, way there are classes where 
I've gotten up and I'm just and I log in and like I there, there was a class where I literally it was so I just fell asleep no that's what I was gonna bring up like a, a big thing is like when you're in class like if you're bored or something like that like you just gotta sit there yeah and, and you're gonna sit there and you're gonna realize after maybe a couple minutes of staring into blankness that you're actually more bored staring into blankness than you are actually paying, paying attention. attention exactly and, and for me at least personally I always found out that time passed quicker when if I was taking attention. more rigorous notes and actually paying attention to the slides yeah yeah exactly it, rather than rather than your phone yeah. Look, looking at the time, it's like, oh well. And I'm not, and, and I think, and for me at least, NGI teachers that I've had, especially in the chemical engineering curriculum, are most of, most of them are great. None of them are like assholes. So let's say I do go on my phone, they're not gonna call me out. Be like, yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anthony, why a, are you on your phone? Well, Get off your phone. They don't give a shit. They don't give a shit. Of course, they don't right? give a shit because. Because in the end, it's like, why, why, why would they care? If I was in their position, yeah. I wouldn't give a fuck. Exactly. In the end, you're paying the money. They're getting paid. Yeah. They could care less. It's their their job is not to sit there and and you're supposed to just learn the material. Mm-hmm. And if you're not paying attention, that's your choice. You're wasting your own money. But when you're when you're in a class online and you know, there's you can't mandate cameras are on because it's like an invasion of privacy, especially in and, your own and home. And a lot and of teachers like actually. They tried them, yeah. them off though. Yeah. Oh, really? Because because it fucks with the connection. Oh, I didn't know that. But when regardless, but like for me, especially this semester has been the worst. Last semester I did much much better because I mean last semester it was half and half, right? Yeah. We started the first half of the semester in person and then we went online, and then this whole semester we've just been online. No, the no, whole no. Time. They switched it to in person too. They they it started off online. They switched it to in person. But it's but, not as much. It's like it's, synchronous. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you, and it's not mandated. It's like optional. Like some of my classes, like you can go into, but literally, like I'll look in the like the first time I was able to go to a class, I went. I was the only kid that went to the fucking class, and I'm pretty sure ever since then, for both of those classes that opened up, there's not a single kid that goes to those classes. Yeah, well, and that's, I feel bad for the teachers because bro, that must feel they so have to, shitty. They, they they go yeah. It's like my one. I felt so bad. I my physics three professor, nicest dude, nicest guy, last semester. And he's like, he's like, I he's in the nicest way. He was like, oh, I encourage students to come in. And have the in class experience, cause like, it's like he's sitting here and he's talking to like yeah. fifteen people online. Yeah. Where there's blank faces and people just respond with typing answers. Yeah. Or those thumbs up shits. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, can anyone hear me? And they just a bunch of these popping up, thumbs up on the screen. Yeah, I mean, some of my in my classes where there's like 60, 70 students. Yeah, it's a different story, right? Yeah, you you have you have pe- people talk, but there are some classes where it's like, I in my, I take a class this semester seven thirty to ten thirty. Yeah. Brutal, right? Yeah. A.M. Sorry, a seven thirty a.m. to ten thirty a.m. Mm-hmm. No one comes. One kid actually. One guy. He's an older guy. Comes in every like every other week or something. Yeah. And everyone else just stays home, and the professor's like, "Can you guys hear?" And sometimes like I don't even respond because I, I lose focus. Like I'm not exactly because you know someone else is going to. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, with six people in the class. Yeah. That's not the case. True. And but I just like what I was trying to say earlier is that. For me, I also have a 7.30 class. 
I've been asleep for the first hour of that class at least every single time. I log on and I just go back to sleep. It's easy. I yeah. lay in my bed. And, and same thing with even my afternoon classes. Like maybe I'll log on and I'll sit there, but I'll just get bored. And especially with my dog now, I'll just lay in my bed and, and cuddle with my dog and not pay attention. Because I know that not only are the notes going to be posted, but the entire lecture is recorded. And yeah. it's going to be posted as well. Because prior, my, all my professors still um, put the recordings online. Or, I'm sorry, not the recordings. The, uh, the notes online. The lecture notes, yeah. But it's different because if you're trying to review notes, you know, there might be something where you don't understand it. And maybe there's a couple things from line 30 to line 31 in a, uh, when you're solving a math problem that you don't know what happened. Like, if you're just in person in class, like, you're fucked. You had to be paying attention, taking those notes to understand how you got from A to B. But if you're at home, it doesn't matter because let's say you're studying and you don't know what happened. You can go back to that lecture where he was going over the notes, skip ahead to where he, yeah. he, or, he or she was talking about it, and you can listen to the explanation or again. You just, or you just go – you don't even pay I, – I have this habit. I, I don't pay attention. Then I go back before the exam and I watch all the lectures like – it's I like I that. take I the class. I do. I, I literally watch the lectures and basically go through. And it's why not just pay attention? But it's just like, it's almost hard. It's it just gets to you, you know. And then it, it feels like I I don't necessarily pay attention until like I'm under pressure. If that makes sense. Yeah. Until it's time to take the exam and I'm exactly like, exactly. And then at that point, it's like, well, what's the point of even going to class? You know. Yeah. I. I, I, cause I agree, bro. Like, I just feel like it's, it's difficult to pay attention. It's difficult to stay focused because you know that you're, you still have all the material afterwards. And especially when you know that, okay, so you're learning material this week, but the homework isn't due until next week. And in reality, you only have to maybe spend two hours, three hours of your day catching up. You can literally do, you can literally start it at 8 PM that night and finish, go over or maybe like 7 PM at night. Go over all the material and finish the homework. Yeah. And now you've just spent one night. And, and you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's not an issue anymore. And I feel like it's really a detriment to students nowadays because they're not... Like, before, you know, you, the classic cliche statement, if you don't use it, you lose it. Like, if you tested me on material I learned my sophomore year, I'd probably fail. I probably wouldn't do good. Yeah. Right? But I feel like that is, like even more so applicable and has gotten even worse this semester like if you gave me a test on something maybe i learned in the first couple of weeks i wouldn't have been able to like i wouldn't be able to pass it i would have to go back learn the material knowing that i have a quiz on it and then i'm prepared for it and then i have it and now i know it because i just reviewed it and yeah. it's people at least for me are not necessarily retaining all this important information and it's it's not good and well, i feel like in just, person when you're there you're more enticed to ask questions and like you feel i don't know if this makes sense to you but like you feel worse when a professor is dead ass looking you in the face or not necessarily you but the class in the face asking a question and no one's responding yeah. right you feel like oh shit like i feel bad that like he might think that we don't know or yeah, yeah, we yeah. don't care. So like you're more enticed to try to participate and be a part of the class. But like we were saying before, when all the cameras are off, no one's facing, like there's no what's incentive. The word? There's no yeah, there's no incentive to like 
want to participate in the class, knowing everything that we just talked about. And now think about that, but to the level, imagine how much everyone's losing who who gets to cheat on everything. Right? Oh my god! And yeah, that's even worse. That they don't even have to go back and learn the material. They could just cheat through it. That's like one year. That's one year of nothing. Mm-hmm. Of just copy and pasting, learning stuff. Yeah. And. You, well, not even learn. No, copying, pasting, and just like fucking getting good grades. Yeah. For fuck what? It. And, and that's all. All just that matters. The and then, and then, when we go back to in-person classes, like next semester, whatever it is, the fuck are you gonna have? But but here's here's the thing. So like, I feel like now that people have had this break and have had such leisure and not necessarily irresponsibility but no responsibility to attend class every time. Because before, right, I think there was always things in the syllabus like if you yeah, miss, yeah. If if you you miss, miss a certain amount of three classes, classes yeah. or five classes, you're failed, right? So I feel like now, you know, that's not necessarily a thing because you can just log on and fuck off, not have to worry about anything. I feel like students are going to have a really, really tough time getting back into the swing of actually going to these classes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I agree. I think it's going to be tough. Think about it. You log into... You could wake up 30 minutes before class, log on, go back to sleep like you 30 said. minutes before class. Class is at 7.30. I'm fucking waking up at 7.29 and fucking logging on to my... Caden's agreeing with me. <laughs> logging on to my class and fucking yeah. going back to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean... Once I went to sleep, I, I this was one of my classes. I I fell my seven thirty. It was wow. 7- I just realized my parents are going to be listening to this. I'm sorry. I'm still doing well in all my classes. Don't get me wrong, but it's 7- fucking boring. Yeah, no, it's I mean, boring. I cannot stand is, well, it. I, can't I, w- stand I actually it. want to get into that later. Like talk about like the actual education and what we're learning. Mm-hmm. But uh, until that, I I think that. The, the thing about it is I, I woke up at for, for my class I fell asleep I woke up and it was already 10 minutes past when my class ended like yeah. I, I, I slept through my whole class and it's like well fuck dude you know and 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 it's crazy because I sit there and I'm like well I don't really give a shit because I was technically in class you were, quote yeah. unquote I was you, there you met the requirement yeah. and you can learn the material later yeah exactly that and bogus and, and that's the thing it's like you don't learn shit, and that—that's—that's that's the problem. It's like, well, what, what are we actually learning? What are you getting at? What are we paying thousands oh, of dollars? Don't for? even fucking get me started on that bullshit. Well, that's that's I again. I want to tie that into everything that we're talking about, which we'll get into literally a few minutes. Yeah, but I want to finish. Yeah, we could wrap this up. But it, in in conclusion, I just think that online school is just so ineffective. I think that. It's okay to take one online class or something. Like, let's say it makes sense if, like, you have to get, like, a certain certificate or something. Yeah. And you have to take a class for, like, a month or, like, a semester even where you're online. That's I, – I feel like if it's one class, you have one obligation. It's I found it a lot easier to pay attention when I took a summer class last year and it was all online. I paid attention every class because it was the only class I had. But then yeah. when you have all these classes, it's like you don't fe- you don't feel bad about oh well I could just miss this one or I, yeah. I can miss a few, and, and it doesn't really matter. And then that's where 
you're losing all this learning. Wow, that that struck a nerve in me because like, bro, like when I when we had in-person classes, if I missed a class, I would feel so far behind. Yeah. I come I feel like I came the next day and I've missed three chapters and yeah. homeworks and exactly. now I got to catch up and find out how to get all this shit and how to learn the material. It was a, it was like I would dread not necessarily dread missing class, but it would be a detriment to miss yeah, class. Yeah, I hated missing class. I would never want to miss class either. Exactly. It was like, fuck. Yeah. I, I don't want to do this shit. It was like worse. You know, I, and I know kids who would be like, who would be like, oh, yeah, we get to miss class. Like, no, dude. I'd be like, fuck well, that. Well, those are the business majors. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but like, en- for engineering, I, I've, I've always felt like, dude, you miss a class in an engineering course, bro. It was Good over. luck. Good luck. Good luck catching up. Because yeah. you know that the one class you missed, they went over the material that's going to be a big question on the exam. I always yeah. felt like that's the way it worked out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then, or even better yet, it's like, okay, well, we're going to continue what we talked about last class. And it's like all, all the, the stuff you learned that was talked about in the class you missed was like groundwork. For like the important, yeah, for an like important too, topic, yeah. and then you're just lost when you're going over it, and and then you have to go back and try to learn everything from scratch. Because because in the end, it's all about understanding, right? You have to, because because with engi- engineering classes, it's like it's all about understanding what what the fuck is going on. You can't just memorize and then just say fuck no. it. You have, have to, you have to, you have to know, you have to know the concept and how of to it. apply them as and, well. Yeah, exactly. You can't just know like, oh, well, I know how to solve this problem. No, well, you, you, you can't say that. Like my one professor, he doesn't even give us sample fucking exams. He goes, well, you have to, you have to understand this, because if you don't understand it, then how are you going to apply I think it? And that's then fucks, bad though. I don't like that. Because you should. I feel like you should be. Prepared. He knows we have access to past exams though. He's uh, not an idiot. Okay. But he doesn't give out like. He doesn't post them everywhere. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, he, he goes, I'd rather you, like, he'll go over, he'll be like, I'll go over sample problems in class. I'll do this for each set of prop. But if, if we go, how do you do this problem on this practice exam? He goes, oh, we went over this in this lecture. Mm-hmm. We did this problem. And it's a different, pro- it's like a different problem, obviously. It's like the same problem, but like one thing is switched. Yeah, well, well not like a few things are switched, but it's like the same. So I'll, I'll just use an example. Like okay, uh, an N N most transistor, N MOSFET transistor, right? And that's that's like a, it's a certain type of transistor. And it's like oh well, how do you solve an uh, uh, four uh, four four resistor biased N most transistor problem? Right. Yeah. And it's and and basically it's got this many resistors and he's like, oh well, this was a four, and it's like it it looks different. The circuit looks different, but it's like okay, well, but the, you you apply the same concept to yeah. it. Yeah. And and sometimes when you look at that, it's like well, it doesn't look the same. It throws people off, and then it's. But if you understood how if the you equation, understand original if, equation if, works, if you understand how everything works, then it's like oh well, yeah. this is this is easy. So you, that's why you have to yeah. in engineering, you have to actually. Develop so you just flex your electrical engineering knowledge. Let me flex my chemical engineering knowledge. So Bernoulli's equation is a massive equation used in fluid flow, and something that would happen where it what it's basically doing is how fluid flows through different piping systems how it how like the velocity changes in curves and 
based off of the Reynolds number, which is how fast the fluid is flowing through pipes, obviously changes the dynamics of the equation. But like you can have a problem that says, okay, a pipe is this fast, or a pipe is this uh, thick, and the fluid is going this fast under this curve with yeah. this certain orifice meter, right? And you know how to solve that problem. But now the example on a different problem is, okay, instead of turbulent flow, which is really flat, fast, it's gonna be, um, oh my God, what's, what's the opposite of turbulent flow? Laminate flow, which is something different. And now instead of one equation equaling zero, it's a different part of the equation equaling zero. Yeah. And like, it might freak you out, cause oh, well, it, now we're using something that was zero before and now it's not zero, yeah. but it's not really that hard if you know what the you have to equation know, you is. Have to know you have to know certain things, a application things, like a component laminar, changes. Not laminate, laminar. Laminar flow. Laminar I've flow. heard about laminar Laminar flow. and turbulent. But you get... It's all coming back. <laughs> you, you get, you get like a, a certain component changes in the problem, and it's not necessarily um, something that... Uh, you you is visible it's just like a concept that you have to know okay so yeah. instead of like i said nmos it's like pmos now so that's a like you have to build the circuit in it like he'll he'll be yeah. like okay my professor would be like oh build a pmos transistor yeah. a, a transistor circuit with a four four resistor bias or two resistor bias right it's it just all depends it all depends yeah. and and but that's the thing right concept is more important than than actually knowing how to uh, solve just, just, just memor memorization yeah. and that's why learning is much more beneficial yeah. and why going to in-person classes is way more yeah. helpful and beneficial to our learning experience yeah. and application in the future than online and class just for me to add one last point to this conversation before we move on to just education the education system as a whole like what we're talking about is, you know, obviously, as he was saying, knowing the concept is different than actual um, memorization, right? If you're just in your WebEx and you fall asleep or you're not paying attention, you're on your phone, in your bed, whatever, and you just take the notes or you take or, or the, the notes of whatever was, was happening, great, you know that, but while you were, you've missed the class, you don't know when to ask questions and... So now you receive a different question, like we were saying, something that was zero before isn't, and now something else that wasn't zero is now zero. You don't know how it works, you're gonna freak out because you didn't ask questions, oh, what, what happens in this, in this scenario? But if you were in person and you were actually listening and you were paying attention, maybe that question sparks in your mind and you ask that, and now yeah. you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, exactly. It's just different, bro. But it is. Personally, this is, it's good because you know, you're talking about electrical engineering stuff, and I'm talking about chemical engineering stuff. I have no clue what the fuck you're talking yeah, about. And I don't, you have I no clue what the fuck I was talking about. You know yeah. what laminar flow is, but I'm pretty, uh, yeah, yeah, pretty it, it, I, crazy that you even know what the fuck that is. Because that's very specific. Towards, I saw a YouTube video on it yeah, like a long time. Yeah. But I feel like we are, as an American educational system, we are specifying or we are teaching specific curriculums too late into the system. And I understand that when you're young, you don't really know what you want to do, so you kind of want to be thrown, uh, have a bunch of shit thrown at you, math, English, social studies, science, uh, all this other stuff, and you do all of it, 
and then you eventually pick what you want to do in college. But I feel like it should start earlier, maybe your freshman year of high school, maybe even your sophomore year of high school. Yeah, you still take those big gen eds, you learn the basics of everything. But for me, I did not understand why I was fucking taking English classes my junior and senior year of high school. And I, I still even now, like, yes, it's important to write. It's important, and, and I'm gonna confess, I don't know if I said this before, I have never, ever, ever read a book front to back in my entire life. Like a real book, not a picture book, not a yeah, children's yeah, yeah. book. Like, like a, a real, real, like a Harry Potter, well, well Harry Potter's actually fucking, yeah, I've that's read at the those. high end of the spectrum. But like I've never actually read a real book. I think Maybe it's because I don't focus. But I think, I, I, there's some good books out there, dude. Fuck that shit. Bro. I think books no, no, no. Are so well, well, stupid, I think bro. I think. Well, let me let me quickly talk about this. I think there are a lot of books that have, if they're interesting, you'll read. Like I, I got given books in English. The books that you're another spark example. Notes. Every single time in English class or reading class, spark notes, spark yeah. notes, <laughs> cliff notes, spark yeah. notes. But that's the thing in English class, we got given books to write about. That word. I will like, say to Kill a Mockingbird, because we read that in class. Yeah, it was pretty cool. No, no, there was there are certain books. I mean, we're talking like the classical literature that we got given. Yeah, I'm talking like, okay, so so I took a class my senior year. It was our English electives. We got to decide. This was pretty cool. I picked dystopian literature. So I don't know if you know what a dystopian yes. society is. It's like basically a. In simple terms, a sad ending. Like it's just a bad. And I read George. That's what that means? Yeah, it's like I thought well, dystopia it's like is a like, shitty. It's, it's supposed to be like it's. It seems like it's a utopian society. Of, opposite, but like there's of, something yeah, bullshit happening of, behind the opposite scenes. Opposite of utopia. Mm-hmm. Dystop, dystopian, dystopia. But that doesn't mean that the whole fucking world's in shambles. Well, I mean, okay. So I read George Orwell's nineteen eighty four. What's that movie where the guy? was like everything was like black and white and then all of a sudden he stops taking the drugs and everything starts turning to color and I like, don't know I don't know but fuck. I, but George or I read it's a, he he was in Maze Runner too I, fuck I, what I a know. great movie but regardless, regardless I'm, I'm saying George Orwell's 1984 basically talks about like George Orwell great author phenomenal and JK Rowling's racist he's he, well, okay yeah well that's that's a whole <laughs> other topic right but I mean, she still writes fire books. Uh, <laughs> George, 1984, it was like, that was a book where I sat there and I read front to back. I could never. Not because, I but it was never. not because, like, I, I was forced to read it. It was like, I was interested in it. It was, it dragged me in, if that makes sense. And if you find the book, but... That's but this a, is what in I'm English saying. Like, class, you enjoyed it. You enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, you know what I'm it, saying? But, but I don't enjoy it. So why the fuck do see, I gotta like, do it? I picked that class. Meanwhile, in like, I'm reading fucking Romeo and Juliet in fucking class, and it's like Shakespeare. I can't read fucking Shakespeare. He's well, all over the mu- place. I was a music guy. All over the guy. Yeah, yeah, but he's Love all that shit. Yeah, but like in my like for me, it's like he's all over the place with like this classical English literature, and it's like. I, I, I don't even know what the fuck he's saying half the time. And it, Twelfth Night, music be the fruit of love. Play on. All right, come whatever. on, bro. That's come gib- on, bro. That's gibberish. For what I think is like in school, we don't get given the tools, especially from a young age, and even now in, in a lot of majors in college, we don't get given the tools to succeed in life. 
we get given tools. They don't teach. No one ever talks about this. School, college, especially college, doesn't breed millionaires and entrepreneurs. Like, I'm not saying like, no, no, that I, that's a flawed statement. Very flawed statement. No, no, college <laughs> doesn't breed entrepreneurs and because college doesn't give you the, those tools. College doesn't teach you and, and school in general. Why from a young age did I never know how to write off taxes and, and do that sort of thing? Wow, that's a like, great point. Like here's 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 a good point. How many people where'd you see all over social media that Trump wasn't paying income tax, right? You mm-hmm. heard that all over the place. Okay. Why the fuck is everyone complaining? It's not illegal what he was doing. It's it's not like he was he wasn't evading taxes. He just had enough write-offs in which... What's a write-off? So you're able to use expenses as a write-off on your taxes so it doesn't technically count as an income. Let's say I get income, but I use it as an investment here. Then you don't have to oh, pay tax on it. Like a so car. Let's, like a car. Yeah, well, ba- base, I'll use an example here. So I... There's a, you have an apartment complex or whatever like people who own apartment complexes they have to do they collect rent that's mm-hmm. income right mm-hmm. so they collect that rent you're supposed to pay tax on it however let's say you say oh well I had to replace the washing machine I had to fix up the door I had to do this those are all repairs this this right much off. this much that's written off. that's written off gotcha and technically that increases the value of your home. So your net worth doesn't necessarily drop. It's an investment that you're making. So you don't really lose money in that case, which is why you see a lot of these billionaires like Jeff Bezos is is on. What is he now? Elon Musk just surpassed him. He's number two on the list for on Forbes's list of richest, most wealthiest people in the world. But. If you look at his bank account, it's not how however many billion dollars. It's not dollars. his net worth, yeah. His net worth is all the investments. Yeah. And that's the thing that people don't realize. It's like, well, Trump, all he did was just take his take all his income and invest it. And once you, inve- you invest your income, that's it's written off of your taxes. Yeah, non-taxable. Income is just... And, and where do you learn about this stuff? I learned about this, a lot of this shit from my I dad. Because my parents, my parents are very money savvy, like, the, like very... Like very much savers and and yeah, I'm lucky enough to where I'm able to learn this shit. But that's the thing: people, the average person, doesn't learn about this stuff in school. They don't learn about oh, how to build a business, how to market to certain people. Yeah, okay, you get you get this kind of ed- education in a marketing and business major. But for me, all those uh, no offense to, to anyone who does takes business or I think it's all bullshit because you might as well not go to school to get. Because if you do go to school, you're you're literally going to come out of school and and get, or go. To, you might as well not go to college. Sorry, because you're going to come out of college. You're going to get a job starting off at fifty k a year, yeah. doing what jack shit. And I could have done the same, or you could or you could start at eighteen, build the capital by working just an average Joe job. You could get enough money to start to build your own business, and you're going to get way more out of it than going to college. Having a build-up experience, and yeah, these people when they're sixty years old might end up finally breaking two hundred k, which is like the idea of like yeah, okay, two hundred, three hundred k. But if you're gonna go into like as a business major, there's no reason for you, in my opinion, to go to college. Because look at me, 
I know, I could confidently say I know a lot about both macro and microeconomics and all that stuff. I, I know a good amount, probably more than the average business major. But in you're, my opinion. but like you were saying, like you were raised in a family where you're very money savvy and you yeah, know all Yeah, but this why stuff. don't you learn that stuff in school? Because it's it's very specified. Like that's an accountant's yeah, but that's, job. That's but literally that's, an accountant's job. Yeah, but the first of all, accountants are disappearing day by day because pro uh, computer like codes and, yeah, and yeah, computers yeah. are taking their job. But regardless, it doesn't it doesn't matter because why can't people teach that stuff? Like I'm I'm not going into accounting, but I could learn that shit myself. And in the end, it's gonna help me out in the future. Like the average Joe might have an accountant, but they don't know what the fuck's going on, and it's not helping them evade taxes. Though, well, I'm not saying I don't want to say evade taxes because yeah, technically yeah, you go yeah. to jail for that. But re- learning tax. about ta- learning how to write off taxes and what you could what you could write off of your write off of your income and how much you could actually save, how so to how save fix, money, how, how to do you inv- fix the school system. Then I think that school. I, they're never going to fix the school system. Okay, there's let's no say, way. Like, let me pose no a way. hypothetical. And you're saying in a perfect world. No, no, no I'm not like, saying perfect. Let's say hypothetical situation. You become, an, or not you, let's say us. For some reason, we become the head of the Department of Education. Yeah. Who's the fucking ch- Trump's chick that everyone hated? Fuck, I forgot. I don't know. Whatever. A chick that was never part of like the fucking ed- schooling system was put in place. Ridiculous. Regardless. Let's say me and you are now fucking Joe Biden calls us up. Sleepy goddamn Joe calls us up fucking tomorrow. Says, Paul Caruso, I need you guys as my department of education. You need to fix this shit. And we get fucking put in office right now. What are we doing to fix this? What do we, what's the first, first, what's the first thing that we change? First thing, first thing I do. We're not talking about funding either. Just first thing, education. First thing I go into core is, is going to the core curriculum. Yes. And, and also, like, there's this... My mom's a high school teacher, so I actually got, like, an, a public high school teacher. So she gets core curriculum and obviously shares it with us. She knows how everything works in the system. I'd go in. First thing I'd change is the core curriculum. It's all fucking nonsense, right? All this shit. This idea, this idea of every student should get... My mom has to make sure she gets calls from her supervisors... To make sure that kids pass her class. Yeah. She's like, how am I supposed to get these kids to pass the class if they don't do their homework? Well, she has to teach Nothing. Better. Yeah, but she, how is she supposed to let these kids pass if no, they don't do their homework? It's her job to make them interested in the class and yeah, make them want but, to learn. But there's my a, mom's a, te- there's my mom a large, teacher. There's a large percentage of the kids that do, but there are certain kids, no matter what... Okay. They're not gonna fucking yeah, pay attention. Yeah, that's fine. Because but that's it's not, the it's not every. It's not. There's always gonna be those fucking students that are shit and that don't give a fuck. But it's saying, but when a teacher is looked at a whole, obviously you have that classic bell curve. There's gonna be people at the top. There's yeah, gonna be but people they're at getting the bottom, rid of. Be but the they're middle. getting. But the thing is, the modern. So way they're of saying teaching, a shitty. They're you getting can tell rid a of shitty the teacher bo- from a good teacher. They're getting a fuck ton of kids getting, are failing. They're getting rid of the back of the bell curve, and the bell curve is starting to look like. A decreasing. Well, it's always going to be a bell curve. Yeah, but it's, but they're getting but the rid of the back shift. end. 
That's what you're saying. They're they're exactly they're shifting the bell curve significantly towards like the average being an A, which is fucking nonsense. I I think I had I had a teacher in high school who graded like a college professor on the bell curve and and well didn't necessarily fail a lot of students, but he'd give out C's no problem. He said just cuz you get a just because you get a C, it doesn't mean that I that's think bad. That's, oh my god! He's Let's like, finish, finish he goes, saying, and sorry. he goes, he goes, he goes. That's C is average, but and and guess what? I don't. I give. I look when I had him. I was like, "Fuck you! You're a piece of shit," <laughs> because he was such a he was a hard he was a hard ass grader. He would grade hard as at fuck. At the time, you're saying yes. You said, at the time, you. afterwards, I I walked out of his damn classroom, and I go, "Holy shit! That was." That was a good fucking teacher. Like he really gave, kicked me in the ass and made me work my ass off to get a B in the class. He made me work my ass off. And I was like, wow, like I, I learned a lot in that class versus some some teacher who you're going to just fucking cruise through. Don't do you're telling me you don't do any homework. You don't do shit. And Wait, you deserve what grade, what grade are we talking about? We're talking about high school, so so I was a junior. Early high school. Okay. I was a junior wow, okay. high school. Okay. High school when that happened. But high my mom, school. my mom, yeah, my <laughs> mom, my mom teaches freshmen. She teaches freshmen, and then she also teaches seniors. Yeah. So like, there's freshmen who come in, and and like, if you're sitting there and you don't do, sh- I mean, dude, what do you, if you're not gonna do shit? Like, wh- what is that gonna do? Sometimes, no matter what a teacher does. It's not going to change because I've had, I've actually, okay, I'm not supposed to say this stuff, but whatever, too deep, let's do it. <laughs> I've, I've made, outside of school, I was friends with some of my mom's students, like I met some of my mom's students, okay. whatever, and they said my mom was a great teacher, like, and I was like, you don't have to bullshit me, like, I know my mom's, like, annoying, because, and they're like, well, she gives a lot of work, but she's, like, a super interesting teacher in class. Meanwhile, like... There are kids who just sit there, and it's the online school thing too. This this also gets dragged into it. No kids don't pay attention; they don't do shit, and then their parents are like, "Well, why is my kid failing?" That's th- that's the the question she gets. Why is my kid failing? I hate parents like that. Yeah, why is my why is my kid talk failing? to your fucking kid? Yeah, and my mom's like, "Well," and my mom has to respond in a nice way because that's how it goes. You can't yell. I went to a private high school. You didn't do what you were supposed to do. You got told you were like, "Fuck!" You either fix your shit or you get kicked out. Yeah, that's how it goes. And there was there was no messing around. But in the public school system, it's like, "Oh, well, this is this is how it is, whatever." But going back to the main question, because I say that's yeah. that's one thing. Another thing, I talk about money. I wait. Can I get, have an input? Get into because I want to talk. I want to. I want to touch on something you said before we get to the per. Okay, just one. let me quickly just say. Just as an overview, because it's a quick response, personal finance would be one of the main things yeah, I teach from, from the get-go. That's th- Those are the two big things that I fix. Core curriculum and personal finance. So I, I completely agree with you. And there's something that you said that sparked something for me. So I would stress the, the fact that it's not... Like, like, I feel like people get too caught up in the fact that, oh, I need to get A's, I need to get A's, I yeah. need to get A's, and they see a C, and they're like, 
fuck, like I suck. Like a C is bad. But as you were saying, as, and as we were talking about with that bell curve, you're an average student. Yeah. Right? Well, that's, well, th- th- and, and just quickly, so stress, that, so for me, I would, for me, what I would try to change in the school system is to not have kids believe that they need to get A's or high B's in order to be a good student or even if they want to be successful that they have to get A's and B's. What I listen, this what I always thought in my personal mind and I'm I'm going to go maybe on a little bit of a tangent, but a quote I I've known for my whole life and something that I truly, truly believe in, and I'll explain why in a second. A students work for C students. I was about to say the yeah. exact same thing. Dude, that's, that's, that's something that I strongly, strongly live by, and here's my explanation as to why. I think that A students sit in their fucking home all fucking day, they go to class, they go fucking home, and they grind, and that's all they do. Yeah, they make they, sure they, they know. They, do, they have they, structure. They have and, they, a very, they, and, you know, this isn't everybody. You know, there's obviously yeah. A students who are very social. But for me, for what I believe, the majority of these quote-unquote A students that you're, you're 4.0 guys, right, they just – that's all they do. They don't have a social life. They don't know how to yeah. interact with people. They don't know how to speak with people. They don't know how – to be a person, how and to then, get what they want. And then, and then they you don't got, know how to run a company. Exactly. They don't know how to negotiate. All they know how to do is do work and do work and do work. Now you have these C students who, yes, not even just C students, but the B, we're C not, students. We're, we're, and, and let me just put this here. I'm not saying if someone gets straight C's, they're going to be a millionaire. Like, Obviously that's not, not. That's not the case, Again, right? this isn't everybody. I'm just saying for, for what I believe. You have these, these B, C students, right? They go home, they study a little, they do their work, but they have to, they got, they got fucking soccer practice, they got basketball practice, they have choir, they have band, they have extracurricular activities, they got clubs they got to be a part of, they got to go do things so they can't just spend all their time at home with their fucking face in a book 24-7, well not 24-7, but any free time that they have just learning material because that's all they got to do. They have people they got to be at, and, and you know, fuck it, like... You know, college students, high school students, we fucking party. We got to go out. We want to have fun. We need a, we need some way to de-stress ourselves from all this shitty material, right? And that's where you meet new people. You learn how to talk to people. You learn how to fucking get what you want. Make you connections. Make connections. You find people who, hey, I do X, Y, Z. Oh, you're interested in that? Hey, maybe you should come by. Let's talk more about it. Hey, maybe. And, 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 and jobs, I'm telling you right now, it's who you fucking know. That's it. it. Who you know. It's who you it's fucking know. Who you that's know. it. And, and my parents always, and my dad always told me that. My mom always told me that. It's who you fucking know. And I'm like, yeah, 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 okay. My grind and my work ethic will get me there. No, that's not it. And that's why, in my opinion, I believe that these C students have more ability to speak to people. So let's say you go to a job interview. It's not like like a dry ass conversation. Like these employers are people too. Yeah. They, they, they are people who have a past and they probably partied in their time too and, and, and do all this shit, right? So you go to this and, and, and maybe now you know how to get into them and, and you can pick up on cues that they have, maybe some things that they said. You can bring up a conversation, talk about something other than the job, make them fucking laugh. That's yeah. the most, bro, in my opinion, that's the most important thing in an interview is to make the fucking employer 
like at least enjoy it not necessarily yeah, laugh com- but make them comfortable make and have an open conversation not what are your strengths and weaknesses my strength and weaknesses are x y and z um Okay. Yeah, just like just uh, like a you, robot. What do you believe you're gonna do in five years? I think that I'm gonna be this place and in that's, five years, and that's, and that's it. the percentage of there's a. And I'm not saying all A students because there's there's a percent. I have like a friend, Roberto, Roberto, I have a, for instance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a 4.0 fucking student, but this kid has a social life. Yeah, this guy goes clubbing, does all this shit. My, I'm gonna take uh my one of my close my, one of my best friends. Goes to Yale. Shout out Roberto Hernandez. Go, goes to Yale. He's got a 3.8. Alex Hernandez. Shit. He goes to Yale, got a 3.8 GPA, and, and he's in, in doing investment banking. He's wor- got Fuck a, got a job at BlackRock. This kid, I'm not even jo- like is like no, and I mean he's friends with me. Like that should be. He he has a social life. Like this guy. Has, is is one of the most social, outgoing people that you'll meet. Very funny guy, but super intelligent. Like you could tell in his mannerisms, but he's a super social and intelligent guy. It's not someone that sits there in a book all day, right? And that's the problem. You have a lot, this percentage of A students who sits there in a book, it, like they're, they're facing a book, and they don't do shit like like they just, they're like robots, and that translates over to the job world. They get a job, 100%. and they're like robots. They sit in structure. While there's, I'm not saying like a percentage of those BC students sit there and they're like, well, fuck this shit, right? I'm not learning anything here or a value, so I'm just gonna cruise through. But I'm gonna learn other shit that's important. Or, and, and you're gonna and pay do- somebody. Who fucking knows how to do what you don't know and how to fucking say, do. And they say that cheaters and like, the, you know, like they finesse. And those people that finesse end up being successful because they learn how to finesse the real world. 100%. And when you learn how to finesse the real world, writing off taxes, doing all that, that's finessing. How, that's negotiating. Legal, legally saving, your, like saving yourself money and avoiding paying taxes. It's legal in that sense, but you learn about all this shit. They basically learn how to cheat the real world in a legal way, and then they end up being successful. They end up have owning the big companies. They end up running all this shit because yeah. they, they know how to because they know how to finesse exactly. exactly. That's it. It's simple yeah. as that. Well, deep conversation, but now it's Here. time to go from, from the, the deep. deep. First question. Uh, not necessarily a question, but Ario.Malley, classic guy. <laughs> Haven't brought his name up in a while, but he, he wants to get back on the scene. So he sent me a TikTok, and he wanted me to, to bring up this question in the podcast. And I brought this up the other day, so Caden actually knows what I'm about to say. <laughs> Caden actually knows what I'm about to say. That's All the right. exact question. <laughs> so, Paul, I'm going to present this to you. Me and you are in a desert. Middle of the Sahara, right? No car, nothing. Just me and you. Yeah. I go to take a piss. On a cactus. On a cactus. <laughs> right? I'm not really paying attention. For some reason, a super venomous snake comes out of nowhere, bites my dick, and injects me with a poisonous venom. We have cell phones, right? I know where this is. I know, I know. <laughs> and we call an ambulance, Right? But, or not ambulance, but medics. 
And but they say like they're not going to be there in enough time. By the time they get there, the venom will and kill me. You have me. to suck the venom out. You gotta <laughs> suck the venom in order to save me. A, would you do it? And B, is it gay? Yes, I'd do it. No, it's not gay. I agree. Hundred percent, dude. What the fuck? You save You're saving your you're saving your boy's life, bro. What the <laughs> fuck? If any, yeah. if, I I don't give a shit. Like, all right, whatever. Like, shit happens. Oh yeah, it's mad. All right, so so someone's gonna sit there and be like, oh yeah, that's mad gay. I'm not sucking that, and then let your friend fucking die. What Go asshole, fuck yourself. Right? What an asshole, yeah, right? I'll get <laughs> on my knees and suck <laughs> the shit out of him. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> No, it's, no, no, no. I, 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 no. I, 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 I assume because here's the thing. Like, I assume the way the snake would yeah, bite yeah. it, it's gonna be in a way where on the like, side, on the yeah, side, on the side. You're not so, like, blowing you're not my actually job, blowing the fuck. You're not. No, but you sit yeah. there. You and I'm saving my friend's fucking mm-hmm. life. Obviously, that's like an exception. Dude. I what agree. The fuck? I agree. But as you guys know, we do have a live studio audience. Caden. He actually t- commented the question, but you might as well say, come up to the can- uh, to the mic and say your question. Present your question. What do you got for the boys? If this was our last conversation ever. Introduce yourself, bro. My name's Kaden. I'm on the soccer team with these two heads. Yeah. Uh, so my He's my question, roommate, too. Next door also roommate. Caruso's roommate. Um, if this was our last conversation ever, like you would never talk to me again. Like we didn't, I didn't die or nothing, but like we never spoke again. What's the last thing that you would ever say to me? Go fuck yourself. Nah. <laughs> no, I mean, it doesn't even have to be me. You could choose anybody. You could be like, yo, all right, I'm going to answer for this person. What's the last thing you would say Shit. to me? I don't know, dude. That's like that's like a weird thing. I mean, mm. I'd say, I'd say, damn. Paul, that's a, that's a tough one because like because like here's the thing like <laughs> if it was that was his initial reaction. If it so. was like the the thing is it's like it's it's a hard thing like because if if you if let's say you had like he, no the hype it's it's good he comes up to you be like bro I'm 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 moving to Germany I'm never coming back. No yeah, but that's that's an easy thing because I'd be like I'd I'd say this I'd say this quote on quote on quote I'd say two quotes one from Avicii where he's like one day we'll leave this world behind so wow. live a life you will remember and then the other one is R. like is like is like <laughs> is like one of the best lessons I learned in life is to not take it so seriously right because no one makes it out alive. Mm. So you might as well live it up while you're here. And the thing is, that's what I'd say to. But if you're about to die, I mean, like here's the thing. Like I'm a religious guy. I'll be like, I'll see you on the other side. That's what I'd probably say. Like, I'll see you. I'll see you soon. Before you know it. Yeah, I don't believe in that. Caruso, yeah. Well, well, I mean, you won't see Caruso because he's gonna be down there. <laughs> no one's gonna see anybody. I'll take a visit. I'm gonna fucking become a dog. So you, now you're contradicting your argument because that's basically it saying you're reincarnation. It was a joke, fucking asshole. Okay, let me answer so we can wrap this shit up. Am I, de- am I dying or no? No, no, Before you're not dead. You're not dead. Okay, so you come up to me, say you're never gonna see me again. We're never gonna be able to talk again. You're going AWOL. You're going somewhere in a forest. No communication, whatever. In Germany. I'd say, listen, bro. 
I love you. I only met I only met you this year. You're gonna do great things in the forest. Make sure you don't eat any mushrooms. You're gonna see some crazy shit. But uh just live your life, man. And uh if it's not helping you, it's not worth it. Deep deep. Very deep. Well that's that's and you then, can apply so that. You can apply that if, statement if, to literally if, anything. If I was, if I, and what I, what I said earlier, those two quotes that those are the things I'd say to you if I was never gonna see you again. If you were gonna die, it'd be a different story. But if I'm never gonna see you again, you're going somewhere else. Then it's like, fucking live live a life you'll you'll remember. Cause shout out Avicii. No, no one no one makes it out alive, baby. Yeah. Well, thank you guys very much for joining us for another episode of Too Deep Podcast. Guys, please, please, please. We want to know who the fuck is watching and listening to these goddamn podcasts. Comment on our fucking posts. Please. At Too Deep Podcast on Instagram. We need those comments. We want to hear from you guys. Please, please. But we'll see you guys again next week with potentially some people. Guests. Is that wow. is that plural? Uh, yeah, it is. See you guys. See you guys next week. <laughs> Shout out, Caden Flores. Yeah. No, no, and it's two. Hey.